Gwe, marhaba, hello, and bonjour. My name is Nizam Farah, and I know you didn't ask, but do you know what really blows my foghorn? Friends, families, humans, today's episode six, are we going to be talking about drugs, booze, oops, you snooze, you lose. Now, the reason why I came up with this title is because it does really catch your, uh, it, it does catch you and it kind of makes you want to ask questions like, what the hell is this guy talking about, right? Drugs, alcohol are for fun, right? Being young and enjoying life is fine. But what allows us to lose control of that fun? How do we switch that part of our brain, that dopamine um, receptors where enjoyment and recreational use becomes substance abuse? Don't get me wrong. You know, I've indulged in my past life and it was fun. But I've never had the opportunity I guess a bad opportunity to just sit here and be like, whoa, I need more of this, right? And there are people out there that are not as fortunate as me, and they have fallen through the cracks of society, and they have gone down um, the addiction and abuse route, right? My issue is whatever leads you down this dark path of addiction and abuse what help is there out there for you? Do you find the help? Like, actually helping? You know, if there is one thing about our healthcare system here, particularly in Nova Scotia, I feel like people agree that it's a shit show. Right? And, uh, you know, in my line of work, I do see a lot of uh, addiction. I do see a lot of overdoses. I do see a lot of abuse the mental health aspect of things that tie in to all that shit show. And it's sad. It is very sad that we live in a first world country with a healthcare system that is worse than a third world country for people that actually deserve the help, right? And I just wish that there was a different way to do it. You know, when I was with EHS and I was working on the ambulances, people call 911 and they're like, listen, I've been drinking, I've been binging for days and I need the help. Yes, I want to help this person and I want nothing but to help that person because they are reaching out and they're making that first hardest step happen. Help. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, God damn. I'm, I'm facing the reality and just telling myself, well, you're going to be sitting in the hallway for probably days and you're probably not going to see anyone for a long time. And by that time, you're going to have more problems on your hands than wanting help or going back home to drink. Because obviously long-term effects of alcohol, especially if you are a consistent drinker, is uh, withdrawal symptoms. Withdrawal symptoms is no joke. You know, that messes people up and can lead to seizures, can leave, lead to death. And that is something that all, all these thoughts come to mind to me when a person calls 911 or did call 911 when I was working and were like, I need help. Right and now, I don't know if you knew this, but here in Nova Scotia, we do have a wet shelter. Now, wet shelters are these homeless shelters or um, 
people that don't have homes and they're misplaced in society and the government provides them with alcohol to support their addiction to not allow them to go through withdrawal because they cannot afford the alcohol or they get their hands on dirtier stuff that can cause way more problems. I have mixed feelings about that, but I do understand the the assistance that that has on the type of healthcare system here in Nova Scotia, right? Uh, also, we have a brown bag program here in Nova Scotia. So if you are addicted to opioids or any other type of drug that you like to inject, you can go to specific pharmacies that have clean needles and they have the proper supplies for you to inject safely. Now, I've heard about this for years back in, like in BC. I knew this; they had this kind of program, but I recently heard about it here in Nova Scotia. Um, is that a good thing? Yes, 100%. Um, because you, the things that come from dirty needles is horrific. You, you know, you get hep C, you get the HIV, and then if people don't take care of themselves, they get full-blown AIDS, or you become, you know, you get terminal cirrhosis because you are not taking care of yourself and you keep on injecting yourself with the hep C needles. Um, that's dangerous. And obviously the methadone and suboxone clinics that we have uh, across the province to help people with substance abuse substitutions to allow them to become clean. Um, and obviously a big 2023 news that happened recently um, was BCD criminalizing drugs. Uh, so the type of drugs that they decriminalized is fentanyl, cocaine, heroin, um, and other harsh drugs. The reason why they decriminalize it is become is because it's becoming such a epidemic in BC. People are dying every day. I feel I think. The rate, uh, the rate of deaths right now of overdoses a day are like three to six. Like, that's insane. Like, how, how can we say as a first world country, these are things that we're struggling with? Right? Uh, I, I, that just is mind blowing to me, right? Like, again, why are we supporting those habits? We should be focusing more on rehabilitation rather than providing drugs or, you know, providing alcohol, providing easier ways for people to maintain their addictions. But at the same time, just because of how our healthcare system is right now and how overwhelmed things are, I feel like there's no other way to deal with it, right? Enhanced rehabilitations, you know, more rehabs, longer stays, better coping mechanisms, um, changing an environment, these, yes, will all help. But do we have the resources to make that happen? Could we actually switch our money from having drugs on this drug at the clinics for these addic addicted people versus having that same money go towards these rehabilitation systems? Could that help? Who knows? That's why I have this podcast because these are the type of conversations I like to have with people. And I do want to hear your opinion, right? Or another thing, there's a huge correlation between poverty and crimes, addiction, uh, and et cetera, et cetera. 
right? So if we decrease the poverty rate, increase education, so provide free post-secondary education for people, provide better ways for people to get education, could that provide people with a better life, decrease the poverty rate, and in a way, we don't have to deal with addiction and abuse. Now, in 2023, as we talked about, Canada, NBC in particular, has come up with decriminalizing drugs. Now, in Portugal and Mexico, this has been done years ago, and they had a really good outcome, which is good. You know, we need to look at different places because obviously not one country can say, oh, we've had this happen before, we can fix it. We've never had this happen before, right? It's craziness, right? Now, on the other side of things, yes, we're talking about decriminalization. We're talking about other countries that have done this. But when I did a deep dive into decriminalizing drugs, um, there's several articles that popped up on PubMed that has shown, and this is one example, cannabis decriminalization or legalization did not change the rate of addiction. So it did not change anything. People still were smoking, people were still dealing, people were still doing the same old, same old stuff as before. So allowing free drugs or legalizing drugs, is it really a better option to really solve the core issue? And I've been all over the place with this because I always like to look at two sides of the coin. On one side, what Canada, what BC is doing, or... On the other side, where some countries have tried to do better rehabilitation systems, better education, decreasing the poverty rate so people can live a better life. Which one is better? I don't know. That's why I'm talking to you guys. So please, please send me some questions. Talk to me. Let's get with this. I'm always interested with chatting with people, whether you're right or wrong, and I don't tell anybody he's right or wrong, and I hope you feel the same way about my conversations here on this podcast. Friends, families, humans, thank you very much for listening, and stay tuned to the next one. Cheers. Cheers.